0: Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle, and today we are coming to you with a very special episode. We have a very special guest today, Cyrus. Cyrus, side Cy the event guy. He's here in the house, and today we're going to talk a little bit about um, his time on the on the Challenge All Stars, and we're also going to talk to him. Um, a little bit about real life. We're going to be keeping it real today. Welcome, Cyrus.
1: Sounds good, ladies. Thank you guys for having me on.
0: Thank you for being here. Yeah, wow, thank you for joining us.
1: Hey, as long as the times worked out, I was cool with it. I was able to get my workout in first, and uh, or at least the first workout today. May go back to the gym, but as long as I can do that, I'll do these all day.
0: Okay, so that was actually one of the questions that I had for <laughs> you So. Um, we'll just, I guess, start with that. Um, you have obviously gotten into great shape over the last few years. You've lost a ton of weight and you've gained a ton of muscle and you are, looks like in, I mean, awesome shape. So, um, how often are you working out? What are you doing? Did you start working out because of the show? Was there other motivation behind it? Um, what, what's really going on there with your, your workout routine?
1: I think over, um, just over COVID, I got sick of looking at my fiance's six pack. And I was like, I want one of those. Can I, <laughs> can I go buy it in the store? Like where do I get one at? And um, I was also coming off my, uh tore my Achilles. And so after that injury, it's just the weights getting put on and very depressed to say the least. And, um, you know, a year and a half into the injury, I then had the surgery. So I had to be in a boot twice. And it was a Long, grueling, horrible process. And I snapped out of that. Long story short, I just decided at the beginning of COVID, you know, we were still going out enjoying, you know, double chili cheeseburgers with the big bucket of fries, two, sometimes three times a day. Why not? It's COVID. We ain't got to do that tomorrow. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to get a six pack. I'm going to go do my thing. Let's make it work. Went out and bought a 40 pound weight vest, bought a sauna suit and started walking like five miles a day. And that was the beginning of it, and progressed all the way through till now. So I still kind of stick to the same regimen. I work out pretty much every single day. If I miss a day, it's a problem, but I'm at least doing 10 to 20 miles on a bike a day. That's at least an hour of cardio, and then of course I add in little basketball workouts. I run the beach. Um, I just stay motivated and, and try and continue going. Now I have all these people following me. following my pro my progress and i'm inspiring others to do the same and in doing so it keeps me going every day i have messages from people yo i've I've, you know i just lost 22 pounds I'm, I'm, i'm doing what you said to do like that kind of thing and so you know for me it's much bigger than just me i realize that in our lives there's always so many different things that could happen positive and negative that can affect your everyday movement your everyday moment, that that the one moment you may get to go to the gym could be completely affected by something. And it's like, you know what? There are no excuses to present myself the best possible Cyrus that people can see. And that's what I'm trying to create. You know, I, I think mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I've gotten to a certain level. Now I have to get my body up to the same level. You know, as a society, I think for a long time, we put emphasis on everything other than the physical you know, but in this business, it's about the physical as well. And so, you know, I'm just here to say strong mind, strong mind, body, strong soul. Like it all goes together. You know, I don't want to have one and and be lacking in other areas. So I'm here to just keep going. You know, I started intermittent fasting, you know, I fast for 16 hours a day. um, And then I work out before I eat. So I don't eat until I work out. So I make myself burn off more fat than calories and I play all those games too. So, um, yeah, I'm just busy. I'm I'm keto. So I do the keto thing, intermittent fasting and I work out every day. Wow. Yeah.
2: So I'll just jump in here and say working out on an empty stomach is the most efficient and effective way to burn fat I and that's what I, trainer. so I've been a personal, I'm a personal trainer. I run my own small business Okay. and I've been a trainer for 12 years. And it's funny when you were like, I just got done doing, I, I don't even know if we had started the recording, but you're like, I got my workout in and I had just finished my run um, on an empty stomach as, as well. So yeah. I love that. I love your philosophy and mindset towards that.
1: Well, I feel like we've been trained three meals a day gotta have breakfast and i think you know honestly i think it's part of our economy and i think they wanted everyone to eat three meals a day because that's more money if everyone ate one meal a day like i do i think our economy would go bust (laughs) and i think we've been brainwashed and believing we need all that food and we don't and i'm living proof right now you know i go down and do my thing and work out with some other guys and some of the young guys can't believe that i'm 50 and i'm doing what i do and i'm just like you know it is what it is. I don't need all that to do this. It's, it's me understanding what my mind is telling my body to do rather than my body telling my mind what to do. So that's yep. how I am on a daily. Yeah.
2: Our bodies will survive just fine. hmm Without that, sugar. lunch and dinner. Sugar. Yep.
1: I do only the sugar that's in strawberries, raspberries, and blueberries. Um, and I, since I'm keto, we do like monk fruit. But that's it. And so that stopped my headaches and all that crazy stuff has changed. I I literally completely changed my life, you guys. I did a complete fucking flip, pardon my French, but that's what we did. And and my other half is um, my support system. And and if she checks it out as being okay, then I do it. You know, like lately I've been thinking about doing the whole, um, what is it? Uh, Looking into stem cell um, for some little nagging injuries and things and doing all that stuff. She didn't really know what it was, so we didn't really get into it yet. But I have to check off everything with her before I just go and do something. The days of me thinking for myself alone, those are done. Yeah. I got two minds now, right babe? Yeah, just uh-huh. say
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said um, about social media and Instagram because I definitely follow you on Instagram and every single day you are working out and it's always something different. I see you running with the vest on, I see you in the gym. Um, I think she's your fiance, right? Are you married or she's your fiance?
1: She's my fiance.
3: Yeah. Oh, but well you got the ring on. Okay. Um, so I love, I love that you mentioned that because I definitely follow you and I see all the different workouts you're doing and I see you always playing basketball. And I know you had like mentioned, I think when you were on live with like Nehemiah and Latarian, how Latarian will come and play basketball with you too. Yes. Um, that's
2: really
1: cool. I get the fellas out. Got this beautiful beach court. It's right across from the sand. You know, my daily routine is crazy. I just, I'll go down there and I'll put on the vest or the suit or whatever, run to the beach, jog to the Santa Monica Pier and back. It's like a good two miles in the sand and then change and go work on my basketball skills at the court. Sometimes the terrain comes up, tech comes up, um, Corey comes up. Um, yeah, I get a nice little group and I'm trying to actually start As we speak, a nice reality basketball team, uh, where we compete in different leagues against different people, and you can take your chance at coming the ball against some some reality heads. Back and go like Derek Henry from Are You the One? The boy can go. The boy can go.
0: Something Derek Henry's good at.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's better than I thought he was. You know, he he, he's he, he can go. He can go. He's up there.
0: That's cool.
1: So I play who we play, we play with Jeremiah, Jeremiah, um, Jose from temptation Island and, uh, Corey, there was like several of us all playing together. And so I'm in the midst of trying to set this thing up to do a little summer league where we play against different teams.
0: That'd be really cool. That's awesome. You should um start your own little like Patreon or something so that and like set up a video and like video it and have people um pay to watch the games.
1: Hopefully you can help me with that because I don't know nothing about that stuff. I'm trying, <laughs> guys. I'm trying so hard to, to deal with all these new entities that are out there from the Snapchats to the TikToks. I finally got the TikTok going a little bit, but like all that stuff I'm foreign to. Even my YouTube channels. Weird. Like they took my first one, which was made me angry. Cause I had a decent size following and now I can't find it again. And they're acting like it's not there. So I don't know. Now I got to start from scratch. That's like right. I was ready to start monetizing and making some money. And now they, they took it from me. Um, oh,
3: that's frustrating.
1: Yeah. Over something that was posted years ago. Wasn't even a new post. I'm like, really? you couldn't just tell me to take it down.
0: Hmm. That's back in my spring break days. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Well, I guess that'll that'll happen. But um, I mean, at least at least you you know where you're you're going in the future, and maybe I mean you had a following once, you'll get one again. Everybody loves you. They love seeing you back on their screens, which we have gotten to do um, twice now in the last two seasons. You were on season one of All Stars. And um, I believe you were an alternate for season two of All Stars. And then obviously we saw you on season three as well. So do you want to actually talk a little bit about the time that we didn't get to see you as you're an alternate on season two?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a weird time, you know. Um, I got the call. I'm always happy to go on the challenge. Um, I, I, I've left my life. Fairly open so that I have a chance to go and do these kind of things because I'm entering the end of my my trails, you know, trying to start a family and uh, in doing so I I think the challenge will be done unless she allows me to go on. Um, So for me, I'm just blessed to have the time and space in my life to where I can, you know, do a challenge and take that many weeks off. Sucks not being able to talk to my girl on the regular. The longest time we've been apart is just the challenges since the day we met.
2: Wow.
0: It's
1: rough. Like, we don't talk very much at all during the challenges. You're allotted a small slot per week or whatever to talk to people. How
0: long have you been together?
1: Uh, About five years. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. Yeah. Long time.
1: It's been a while. doesn't seem like a long time because Koga was in the middle too. And, you know, time flies when you're in love. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm a hopeless romantic. Hey, by the way, nice shirt. Don't think I didn't notice that.
3: Oh, yes. I Michael, got it right when you posted it. You posted the shirt on your stories and I messaged you. I'm like, how do I get the shirt? You sent me the link and I got it right away. I love it. Tyler.
1: <laughs> I love it. I, love it.
3: I, I just had a baby three weeks ago. So I was like, this is not going to fit me. I have to make it fit. And I made it fit. <laughs> Congratulations. Boy or girl? A boy.
1: Nice. What's his name?
3: His name is Rhett. R-H-E-T-T.
1: Rhett. Okay. Okay. I like it.
0: Thank the two Yep. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about, um, I guess like, okay, so your time is as an alternate. Was there anything that um, you want to say about that? Like, were was it fun? Was it just like a paid vacation for you? Were you expecting <laughs> to be on the main show? Um, what, or on the, uh, on the show, not as an alternate? What, what were, What was your experience like?
1: It was it was fun. You know, um, I love hotel rooms, first off. Um, (laughs) I can't complain about that at all. Uh, Got a chance to go to, you know, hang out a little bit during the time. Um, Definitely able to work out. My main thing is whatever I'm doing, as long as I can work out every day, I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was cool. man. It was great weather the whole time. It was, um it's quite the experience. I mean, there's nothing like being called for a challenge, alternate or cast. I'll do either one. Um, of course, I love to compete, but in that room by yourself, being quarantined, you know, you have to compete against yourself basically. And so I have to force myself to do workouts in the room every day. Few times I have a chance to go down to the the um, workout room, but you know, it's a very controlled atmosphere when COVID is running high, like it was. So yeah, I think it's fun though. Like I said, I do, I'd do. i be in an alternate anytime. Say it again?
3: I said, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. Did they let you leave the room to work out or you were kind of stuck in the room? I uh, think you're, yeah.
1: It's both. It just depends. I mean, there's yeah. so much that happens. Like I'm not sure what I can and can't say concerning that stuff too. So oh, I'll true. be as vague as I possibly can. I'm sorry, but.
0: No, no, no. That's well, i get
1: that check, ma'am. I can't be saying anything, you know?
0: no i I understand totally. that completely, so I guess moving on to uh season three of all stars um we see you right away basically, and I wanna know what your thoughts were coming in when you walked into the house and you saw that a lot of the um all stars this season were kind of younger all stars um were you excited to see that? Did you think it was going to be more challenging because of it? Did you think you had a target on your back because maybe they were um, closer to each other than, and you know didn't know you as well? What, what were your thoughts on, on the cast coming into the house?
1: Like in every situation, I was excited to see everyone. Um, I don't really have any alliances, but I do have real friends in the real world, um, which I treat. Real world versus the game the same. Like, it's a game, you guys. It's not like, you know what I mean? There's going to have to be some altering of your personality or your perception of everything in order to play the game. I don't get mad at all that stuff. So I kind of understand that. Really fun and cool seeing, you know, first of all, Latarian, watching him grow and come out of his shell a little bit. I don't know if you guys can tell, but lately, you know, he's dancing around, having a good little time. That was not like Latarian back in the day. And so I think it's a beautiful thing. Seeing guys like Nehemiah make their transformation as well from where he was mentally, spiritually, emotionally to what he is today is to me is such a beautiful thing. Not that I'm like some granddad or or I'm not the godfather, of course, but I've watched these people from their original shows when I met them grow into what they are now. And I think it's a, a beautiful thing. But I've also watched a show go from where it was and what it's grown into as well. And so I think it's just a beautiful thing to see what's taking place. And And I always tell people life is life and there's going to be good and bad things that happen. We're supposed to experience it and feel the good and the bad. There's something to be learned in everything. And so I'm there knowing I'm going to be a target just because I'm 50, which is fine. I love taking out the young bucks and I do this on the regular. I slay children on the regular you like that (laughs) today i'm playing ball with this well the second game there was an 18 year old that had to guard me i'm like dude really you could I, i got a pimple on my back older than you no but we're playing and i'm just like okay cool served him up really well the next game i had a 24 year old served him up really well and i had to let them know i'm definitely twice your age and i can be your dad as well as your dad just letting you know (laughs) <laughs> that kind of thing is going to happen in every situation that I'm in. And so my whole thing is I can be, I feel like I can beat anyone. It just has to be my day and it has to be my event. And so I, I'll ride with that until the end. Um, I don't think that I always lose or always win, but the political game walking into this house was much different than in the past. It felt it like instantly you felt the seeds part and you felt the younger people definitely do their thing. Once the tree house formed, that was that you knew the majority of that room was going to be there for a while.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. I know all three of us really yeah. enjoyed yours and Latarian's and Nehemiah's relationship mm-hmm. and friendship. We talked about that a couple of times on our podcast when we were recapping throughout the season. That was that was really one of our favorite like relationships. Mm -hmm.
1: It was cool. And I think a lot of people misunderstand or, or Nehemiah is kind of misunderstood. I think, um, I think he's a little deeper than most people think because he's so funny. They don't look at him the same way. I'm like, dude, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta put a little bit of knowledge out there, (laughs) like really let people know that, that it's much deeper than that. Um, one thing about the challenge is that you don't know what parts of your personality they're going to capture. Um, and, and there's a lot of, downtime where we just have to interact and we create our own, you know, cipher of comedy or fun or whatever you want to call it within that the game is still being played. So you got to consider entertaining yourself, being crafty while playing the game and don't want people to like target you because of something you're talking about or doing and dealing. And it's like really hard to actually be yourself on the challenge. If you're playing the game, like most people play it. And so someone like Nehemiah, I think he gets a little misunderstood, Um, but I like seeing him just go around the house and do what he does. Uh, A lot of people don't know that he does Reiki and he's doing Reiki readings like on the show. Um, Really? Yeah. He gave one to uh, Letarian. Um, A a few different people. I was waiting to do that, but I was in a situation where, you know, I didn't want to know some things at home that were taking place If they were going to come up. I didn't want to know that stuff.
2: Wait, <laughs> what, what? What What readings was he doing?
1: He's a Reiki.
2: What? Can you explain that? Because I don't know what that is.
1: You can just go ahead and Google that, ma'am. I mean, okay. <laughs> Re- Reiki's basically it has something to do with your chakras. Yeah. And where they line. I'm not positive. It's very
0: holistic. Actually, that'd be really cool if we were ever able to have Nehemiah on. I don't know if you have to be in person to do that or if he could do it over Zoom, but that'd be super cool. if you could, If I would love, I didn't know that, or I yeah. definitely would have talked to him about that when I saw That's him. what I'm
1: saying. People don't know that. It, they need to know that. I'm like, right.
0: I would have definitely talked to him about that. That's so cool.
1: There's they, so many they, guys, have- so many different cast members that you guys never know because they don't know. always put it out there. You know, you have a once yeah. they build your character, you kind of that's you and you almost play into it. Me, like I'm big on integrity. I don't want to ever be tested about my integrity on any of these shows. One thing you don't know about me, I was a real dude. I said I was gonna do something. I did exactly that. There's no backstabbing. There's no like, whatever you want to call it. It's how I am in real life. I do things with integrity. I want to be known as that. Nothing, if nothing else, I want to be known as that. And I'm fine with that. And I think my other half and my family, people that know me are fine with that too. And so that's like big for me some other people don't get a chance to actually get that part of their personalities out there. So they're known differently. As you can see me, I'm always a, the person trying to make peace or help people out in whatever way it may be. And it, I've been kind of held as that father figure, but that's kind of the way it works. You know?
2: So That's a good know. thing to be known for.
1: I'm not that's mad at it. Like I said. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: So I kind of have a two part question here. Okay. So into the house, besides, we obviously know, like you were super close with Letarian, Um, Who were some of the other people that you were close with in the house? And would you say that those are the same people that you had an alliance with in the house? And also, is there anybody that you were maybe meeting for the first time or didn't know as well that you became good friends with while you were there?
1: Um, Good friends, I don't know. Like, I've had a friendship with, like, Kendall. We used to tour a lot together back in the day, a whole lot. Like, we really got to know each other. Kellyanne, we toured together quite a bit, too. Wes, we toured together. Um, I just I just try and respect everyone in the house like that. I don't – I've never been a part of an alliance. Um, if my friendship means I'm an alliance with someone, then so be it. But I haven't seen it play out like that on the game. I do know that Jordan – with someone that I hadn't met that I didn't have a great taste in my mouth over after seeing you on the shows and then the issues he had with Naya. It was weird to me that they were actually getting along. I'm like, what, what? Because yeah. if he really said that, there's no way. So Cyrus being Cyrus, I'd ask both of them about it. And they both set me straight and let me know really what was up. And it helped make me able to get to know Jordan a bit. That's an amazing dude, straight up. Amazing what they've shown on him has been taken a long way. I mean, he's a little sarcastic and he's a little smart, but he, he's very crafty mm-hmm. and he competes at a high level. So like, you know, what is there not to be a little bit confident about? And I think, you know, it, it comes off the wrong way sometimes, but when you're around him, the dude's very well versed in a lot of shit. Like he's just a cool dude to be around. He's very knowledgeable about so much shit. His mu- it stays in music though, i that's the one little <laughs> flaw I gotta give him. You know, not that it was a flaw, but it just wasn't the hottest hip hop that he was playing. I'm like, bro, like, come on, give me a <laughs> little love. Maybe we can continue him on
0: that. What is the yeah. hottest hip hop in your opinion, Cyrus?
1: See, this is different and really weird because I gotta been... be partial. I have to be partial to the new schools. You know, just like basketball. Half these new school basketball players are just athletes. Mm -hmm. they have no fundamental base they're not even about that life yet and they're talking smack about the old players you guys hear what John morant said about jordan
3: yeah Yeah. i was reading that today you
1: idiot like like come on dude bro bro you're okay you're gonna be fine first of all you hit the ground too hard too often you're gonna cut your career in half second of all win something before you talk shit about a goat (laughs) be in a conversation before you talk that kind of shit a lot of these new kids are like that too they talk a lot a lot, of, a lot of bark and they don't really show and prove. So for me, it's like the same thing I'm saying. Like when you when you look at these situations, people are, are coming outside of themselves and I don't know if they're doing it just for the internet. It feels like that sometimes. I'm like, bro, we had it a little harder than you guys and we still did it. I mean, just say for, I should be bitter at all them because I was technically the first black reality star. I was technically the first one to start doing nightclubs. The first one to start doing tours. First one to start doing lectures. The first one to get sponsorship. All that stuff. The didn't, first didn't. one
0: to be in Eminem's music video.
1: First one to knock him out. Bow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying I've done all of that. And you look at my social media following. What the fuck? You know, I got like 27K followers on my Instagram. All the work that I do, that's all I got. It kind of right. bothers me, but it's kind of like, uh, whatever, just like New Days.
0: I think people just don't know, honestly. I think that, you know, like...
1: I think they just don't respect who made this work like it works. There would be no reality TV if we weren't able to be ourselves back then. Now you have scripted reality. The fuck is no. that? Don't know. What wasn't no coming room. You guys came in. They go back out. We're going to do that again. Take two. What, none of that bullshit. You got what <laughs> the fuck you got. The camera people were on point. They were there getting that shot. Do you know how many times I was on my show thinking the cameras aren't around me, got my big ass two-way pager on, driving down some fucking highway in the middle of Boston and I see this fucking Astro van pull up next to us. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck is that? Pulled over in front of us, the back pops open, boom. And it's a dude never the camera, fucking filming. You're like, these <laughs> dudes are fucking real. Like that's reality TV, that's what I'm from. And it was all about being honest with whatever was happening, that's it. And nowadays, yeah, do that again. We didn't get the right shot. Are you fucking kidding me? That shit is weird. And I'm not trying to hate on it, but it ain't what the fuck I did. What the fuck I did was real, period. So.
3: And you can tell the difference too, because like, Those are the shows that I grew up on, and you can tell the difference from back then and how it is now, and I appreciate how it was, like, real-world Boston, all those early real-world seasons. It was so much, you know, more enjoyable to watch than I think some of the stuff that we see today is, like, a little bit forced, and I think it kind of goes back to what you said about how you want to be known as someone who has integrity, and I think on this, to bring it back to All Stars 3, on this season, you definitely were someone who came off as having a lot of integrity and having a great attitude like in that first challenge when it was like a puzzle with colors and we had just found out on all stars one that you are colorblind i'm like how are they doing this to this man i'm
1: like whatever i was so angry when I, (laughs) I, i i i tweaked my hamstring running back and forth and i was thinking oh my goodness like did anyone see that and i was like if you watch my trot you can definitely tell something's wrong and i was like oh my goodness it couldn't have got worse halfway into that. And I probably made 200 trips back and forth from that damn wall it is what it is. No excuses. Let's just do what we got to do. But it's a, it's a crazy thing when you're on these shows and, and you have to kind of roll with the punches. You don't want anyone to know you're hurt. They know you're hurt. They're coming for you. Instantly. It sucks.
2: Well, the viewers were all
0: all mad enough for you yeah do you think that it was unfair that they did a um competition like that knowing that you are? yeah
1: i've I've over see for me personally i've overcame this my entire life i was a fucking clothing designer and so some of my crazy colors that i would put together actually fucking worked and it (laughs) it, it's really weird when you consider it like that i don't consider it a handicap. it never came up. I didn't want to bring it up, but I was fucking flabbergasted because I thought I was done. I'm like, I'm done, fuck yeah. And they checked and it was like, no. And, then, and finally he's like, you got three right out of like 30. I'm like, what? <sighs> that's, what fu- that's when you really think, oh bro, like there's no way I'm gonna do this. Literally no way. It is what it is, moving forward. <laughs> so like when I got, I always tell this story how I got on my actual real world to start all of this. A lot of people don't know that I got on by mistake. I wasn't trying to be on the show. I was trying to work behind the scenes. And so I'm in casting currently. I cast for a bunch of different reality shows and um, I end up telling my life story uh, in a situation where I probably shouldn't have been telling my life story. Next thing I know, uh, they asked me to go on the show. So I'm true to that exact thing. What got me on the show was me being honest about my life. And so I'm as honest about my life as possible in everyday life now. And that's why I'm here today to just, I love doing these podcasts so I can actually talk to people and hopefully inspire them to be themselves and or to come out of their shelves. I get different, you know, messages or fan mail, whatever you want to call it, from randoms all the time that are inspired at the fact that I'm able to just speak my piece and feel my piece, you know, and I think that's something that we all have to learn to do, especially after coming out of something like covid Being like shut down and refined to the computer, not able to really get out there. I think people need to know that they need to express themselves. Um, It's actually a form of therapy if you can do that. And the more you do that, the more it's going to help you be more in tune with yourself.
0: That's awesome. You guys are
1: like, what's this fucking 50 year old guy talking about?
0: No, I think it's great that you're talking about real life stuff too. I mean, um, you know, like our podcast is reality served real. So this is like literally the perfect podcast for. Um, you know, the format of what I think we want to talk about, you know, I think it's awesome that we're able to talk about reality TV and we're able to talk about real life because real life is the most important aspect of it all really.
1: Yeah. I
0: just, I think it's awesome. That is dope. Um, so losing that first elimination, we find out, or the first, I'm sorry, um, daily challenge, we find out that that means you'll be going into elimination. And so um, you go against Tyler. Tyler is the one that um, the authority chose to go in that week. They chose because he was the one who got um, second to last and they were just kind of trying to take the easy way out. If you had I think he
1: wanted me. I'm joking.
0: If you had your choice of who to go against, who would you have chosen?
1: If I had my choice of who to go against, um, I would have left it up to the house. Like, I'm not that guy like that. Um, It probably would have been him, though, simply because he's the one guy in the house I didn't really know
0: mm-hmm. like that.
1: Um, An amazing guy, by the way. Fucking Tyler is dope, dude. I had no idea. Homeboy is the is cool. he's a true catalyst for you being you, uninterrupted, don't have to worry about other people, just be you. That's that dude right there. And um he's so smart, witty, and funny. It is good time. I dig that guy.
0: Well, that's, that's awesome that you think that, but kind of sad that that meant that, you know, you had to go against him and eventually send him home before. It's he- a
1: game. Come on, guys. It's a
0: game. Exactly. <laughs> it's a game. That's the point. Somebody has to go home every single week. Yeah. Um, so the elimination that you guys did was crawl brawl. So in the flagship show, what we've seen, I think we've maybe seen crawl brawl or something similar to it one time. But what we usually see is hall brawl. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have rather done a hall brawl? Did you enjoy the crawl ball brawl elimination or, um, would you have rather had something more of a headbanger? I feel like we don't see as many he- head bangers that are, you know, very physical eliminations in all stars. But what do you think about that?
1: I'd like to avoid the headbanger as much as possible. Okay. But the deal I have with my other half is that I'll come back better than I left. Not okay. trying to break nothing. I'm not trying to be walking with a more of a gimp than I already got. You know that, that it's it's tough getting older, but it's one of those things. Like I'd rather not have the contact if I don't have to have it. Um crawl ball all day. That hog brawl looks brutal. I've never had to do it. I don't want to do it. Um I'm cool on that. If it comes up, I'll do it, but I'd rather not. Especially get someone as strong as that damn Tyler. Have you seen any of his workout videos?
0: No, I haven't.
1: is, is pushing over this huge tire. Like I'm not trying to fuck with that dude. And I'm being just honest. (laughs) It's like big, easy, big, easy is so strong. It is ridiculous. Like I get all these other guys are hogs and there's people I want to mess with ever like CT is the most man meat guy I've ever dealt with. I think he is the baddest man in the world. And I know all these top flight athletes and all that bullshit. Fuck that. CT is a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But, who is but I don't want to go against Big Easy, you know, damn Hall Brawl. I don't know. WrestleMania, <laughs> same thing as title. Like those dudes are just, it's just in there. They're just strong, period. I'm not that kind of strength. I don't really have, never have. I don't think I'll do bad in those events, but I'd rather not get beat up like that.
0: Speaking of those kind of people, who is your Mount Rushmore of the challenge?
1: Well, realistically, I just have like a top four and I'll put them all up there. Not one being better than the other. Okay. Um, you've got to put Darrell there no matter what you say or do. Mm-hmm. Johnny Bananas, no matter what you say or do. CT, no matter what you say or do. I'll leave it at, I'll leave it at three. You know, girl-wise, I think Johnny is making a run for that position. Yes. Yeah. Um. But I think she's got a. I don't think she won the other challenge, did she? Has she ever won the other challenge?
0: No, she no. she hasn't.
1: So that's what that's probably what would keep her out of the Mount Rushmore for me, though.
0: I saw a blog the other day that said that um, you know you probably can't put her on the Mount Rushmore quite yet because of some of her early days because she really started coming into her own on the all-star season, but um she's kind of a contender for maybe like top ten, which I totally agree with. I think John A has really proven that she is a great, absolutely phenomenal competitor.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I think we gotta throw someone like maybe maybe Jordan needs to be near there. I'm not sure of his winning schedule, but I know just as far as sheer competing, the dude is real.
0: So Jordan has won three challenges.
1: I mean he's West one.
0: Um, counting three. all stars, three, three.
1: Okay, if so. they have to go head up, um, I don't know. Better be. The right I was to- gonna
2: yeah. ask. I was gonna ask about Wes if you would put him up there.
1: He's like right there, you know. Mm-hmm. I think he was excited at at coming to the All Star Challenge. I think he's done trying to win the other one. Really, I mean, the way he went out against what, what was his name, um. Uh, the funny guy. Always went Devin.
0: Shoes.
1: Devin. Mm-hmm. That, that was pretty bad.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking at this point, West just goes for the appearance check for the flagship. Nothing wrong Next with that. Thing,
0: he said on he yeah, he said on um Challenge Mania Live in Kansas City that um he goes on All Stars to win and he goes on the flagship show to be a paid actor. <laughs> Really? Uh, you okay. Can, you never can so. one of
1: them believe what he says. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But that is what he said. Um, this he week. also
1: said he had a Lambo again, right?
0: Yeah, he did. He yeah. did say that.
1: Well, I didn't see that at his house when I was there. The <laughs> and I'm not hating, I'm just saying. That's
2: hilarious. Hey, Sorry. Cyrus, do you talk to. Uh, I'm, I'm totally going off topic here, I know. Do you talk to any of your old um, castmates from Boston?
1: Yes, we're all actually on the text chain today, as we speak. Oh, I love so it. During COVID, I got us all together on a call. Everyone showed up. Sean was at a rally, interesting. And he was like, he left the phone on as we're all there, and we're all like listening.
2: Oh, that's funny.
1: Complete mess. But, um, you know, hopefully we get homecoming. Have you guys been watching homecomings?
2: Yes. And we want a Boston homecoming. Hey,
1: my girl, Looney Tunes, though. Who you guys think I'm talking about?
2: (laughs) I don't remember who you're talking about. I have a guess, but I don't want to be the one to
0: say it. Who? Abby, just
1: go. No. There were some people that were dealt some bad cards, man. I was like, wow. I thought... Season two was pretty bad. One was bad too though. But season two, I thought was pretty bad. And I was yeah. actually, did you guys see me on there? I don't know if they I don't know if they aired that or not, but I was there, I was coming there when David had issues with with Tammy's husband. He was coming to oh. break him off. Oh, it was dropped.
3: I don't think they showed
2: you.
1: No. Yeah, big side was in the house. You. And so uh I was, I, I was supposed to like do a party for him at the house and some shit happened and they're like, uh, we're going to have to change this. I'm living in the car on the way there. Uh, no, not going to happen right now. You guys, No, we're going <laughs> to we have to change this up. So that they were going to, uh, he basically was going to get his ass whooped by that big old man. Oh, we saw that, we saw that part. We saw
3: that part.
1: Yeah. It was crazy. But then after yeah. that, I was yeah. like, no one's going to outdo Venice. And here comes New Orleans. Hey, my goodness. Yeah. Me and Julie yeah. were together for quite a bit. And a great story here. Um, so, this is like the date is 9 9 or 9 10. And we're out on tour together. And then we're stopping off in Boston. And my birthday is 9 12. I'm like, yo, I'm going to head to the house. I'll come back and meet you back on the road. Da-da-da. Well, Julie was supposed to fly out on 9-11 out of Boston. And she always is known for missing her flights, showed up at the airport, crying, then they put on another flight. So when I heard 9-11 happened, I'm watching TV. I'm like, like, that could be Julie. I call her. She answers the phone. I'm like, look, turn on the TV and call me back. Julie was supposed to be on that flight. She still has her paper ticket to this day.
2: Wow. Yes.
1: Holy, yeah, crazy, right?
2: Yeah, the thing she's known I, she likes all the time. I feel like I've heard that somewhere because when you said that, Hello.
0: <laughs>
2: this is one of my little ones. Um, right. but yeah, when you said that, I'm like, that sounds familiar.
1: Mm-hmm. I was her first car during all that, pretty crazy. But she acted a ass on this show. Mm -mm -mm. Oh,
3: my. I couldn't believe it. It was hard to watch. That's not the Julie
1: I knew, by the way. The Julie I knew was just naive. Now you're still naive 20 years later? I don't know.
2: Me and Michelle would text after every episode and we're like, this is like a train wreck. Like, what is happening?
1: Me and wifey were watching it. Because she got a call from Julie. They talked. Right after I left uh, season one All Stars or something like that. And, um, you know, get to know someone kind of, phone conversation is cool. And then she's heard decent things about me and her because we won a challenge together. Flip to right now, she's like, what the? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Is <laughs> what the? And like Tokyo, like, I'm just like, oh man, this is just. And then the, 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 dick pic what what uh, it was yeah all.
2: It, it was just oh, all good it good was all. all weird
1: she had an so- excuse back then like i remember they were like when we toured together they were like she was like the next coming of christ for the right mormon religion people were going fucking nuts over this girl everywhere we went crazy and i was like yeah dope and i remember her vividly turning down so much money because she wanted to go home to be with her family Look at him! I'm like, girl, this shit ain't gonna be forever. We got a chance to go get this quick six figures in a couple of months. We better go get it. I gotta go home. I'm like, you fucking up my money now because you gotta go home. I'm like, oh my god, drive me nuts. But that was her back then. Flash to now, she still seems as naive, but I think it's more dangerous now at her age to be that naive and to live in that bubble that she put herself in. She went from one bubble to another bubble, apparently, because you need to become more worldly if your thoughts are like hers right now, period. Hands down. The show, for her to say, oh, I'm like the star of the show, I make the whole show. What the fuck are you talking about? Shut your ass up and sit your ass down, please. (laughs) Cause this drama for everyone else. Cause drama in Jamie's life with his wife and kids. Thank God. Exactly. But I mean, she really did. And I'm like, you know what? Jamie, you know, Jamie's happy now and things are fine, but it's like, you, you can't say certain things unless you're in a weird-ass relationship like what we just saw on TV. So I don't know.
0: Right.
3: That is- yeah. I feel like she kind of ruined the whole season because everyone else seemed like they wanted to really dig into things and be real. And she was just trying to put on the show the whole time. And it kind of tainted the whole season for me.
1: It's weird for me because like I considered us friends and now I guess we're friends too, but I just I just don't know what to say. <laughs> like it's fucking weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, yeah. what if I was put in Dave's situation? We got a motherfucking problem because I'm gonna let you know about yourself. I'm not gonna be all reserved like he was. I'm gonna let you know exactly what fucked upness you did and could be causing on society right now. Right. Done, like I would go hard on her. and there's going to be some tears and shit because I'm going to be brutal in that situation. And I don't want to have to be like that. I don't want to have to deal with that kind of thing. And I can't look out for other people like I used to. I'm thinking for, you know, me and my family. Now I'm not looking off. Sorry. Don't be so much train wreck. You're going to drive into that wall. I say, stop, but I'm not going to jump between the wall and you, you know, those days are done. We're all not just adults should be fucking mature adults. I'm 50 will not put me in that situation because I ain't got no gray hair. Don't mean you can put me in that situation, you dig? (laughs) (laughs) Nehemiah's mad because he's salt and pepper and I'm just straight black and I don't... don't I'm going to keep it going until I get gray. When it gets gray, baby face side again.
2: You're aging like fine wine.
0: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Or molded cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So do you think that Um, everybody in your season would do a homecoming. Um, if you were asked, do you, Oh, and based on previous seasons, do you think that, um, that's even a possibility?
1: I think six of us would for sure. Okay, I'll just say six of us and I'll leave it at that.
2: So we can't go fishing and try to get it out.
1: But you don't mind that come up with some fish. You might come up with a rubber (laughs) boot. <laughs> I don't, I'll tell you guys everything, but you got to kind of leave a little bit to imagination.
0: Sure, yeah, absolutely. There I are absolutely
1: contracts out there and stuff, so I can't. Yeah,
2: no, uh, we, we got, we got gotcha. you. But I know Boston, Seattle, and Hawaii. I so think there's... y'all are like the top, top three seasons. I think everyone would like to see again. So hopefully, fingers crossed, Boston
1: toes, everything crossed. Yeah, I yeah. love it. It'll
2: it happen.
1: It'd be interesting to have my other half show up, though. That'd be a trip for her because she's so- for
0: homecoming or for a challenge because that's Either like or. something. The girl's like- a beast.
1: I'm sure you've seen her yeah. punching that bag.
0: Okay, yeah. So I've seen her three times now. She's I've met you three times, and she's been at all of the events um, that I've been at that you've been at, and so um, I've I guess I I don't think I've actually talked to her, but I've seen her, and she's first of all absolutely gorgeous and she just seems like it seems like you two are very in sync with each other very in touch with each other you know she's always there for you it's just it's really awesome to um have been able to watch even a glimpse of your relationship so my question to you this season that is currently filming for the challenge season 38 it's a regular flagship show is rumored to have the theme ride or dies. I think you two would be, have been perfect for that theme. Would you two, would you have done it?
1: We would have considered it, but she has a real job and uh, real responsibilities to take care of first. So wouldn't have been the best time for that. So I'm actually glad we didn't get the call. Um, But moving forward, there could be some space for something like that to possibly happen. We'll be ready.
0: Do you think that she would bring your game up a notch?
1: 100%. I,
0: I think so too. And I don't think so just because she's in such good shape for the competitions, but also because of the bond you have. I think it's something that is like really unbreakable. And at least from what I've seen, it seems like since you compliment each other so much working well with your teammate, if you have a teammate is half of it. And so go I go
1: too, and I think you know the fact that she's defending her PhD or her dissertation is also a huge plus. She's very well versed in a lot of areas. Our team downfall is that we both care,
2: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
1: could be an issue. Um, if we make it to a point where the money's right there and we're playing the game, um, the game becomes increasingly hard to keep your integrity if that's the kind of game that you play. But um, you know, for me personally, whatever she would say would be okay with, it's fine with me. I know when it comes to competition, we're gonna compete as hard as we possibly can on the highest level we possibly can the entire time. So she was a college athlete too. She broke her femur and um, can't do certain things, but I tore my Achilles, I thought it was really bad. She tore her femur, I'm like, damn, babe, you came back from that and look like that? I can do it. That was part of my motivation for, for getting to where I was. Cause I was stuck guys. I was really depressed and just not right. You know, I've been, I, I wasn't able to walk up or downstairs without grabbing the fucking rail until about maybe a year and a half ago, maybe.
2: Wow.
1: Like wow. that's not good. You know, like that was a, a bad thing for me. And, you know, she helped me out of that. So I, I definitely took my hat to her. And I think, I think she'd do well in the challenge, though.
2: What sport eating, does she play just out of curiosity? Challenge.
1: She can't eat like that, huh?
2: I said, what sport does she play just out of curiosity?
1: She's softball and soccer. Okay. Yep.
2: Awesome. You played soccer too, mm-hmm. didn't you, Abby? I did in college, yes.
1: See, I'm not. That's one of those sports I never got into. But before.
2: I never broke. Like, ACL tears were very common with soccer players. Luckily, never, that never happened, and definitely no femur breaks.
1: Car, car accident.
2: Oh, oh, gosh. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine the rehab and the uh, everything after that. That's brutal.
1: You know She's got a l- little giddy up in her step now. I love it. That's and awesome. Um, She's a
2: badass, for sure.
1: Guess, man, she came back from that. She's like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, my Achilles, that was really bad. Then I think about, damn, she snapped that whole fucking, mm. what?
2: Like, I mean the femur is one of your biggest, your biggest
1: my, um, oh
2: no. But don't sell yourself short because an Achilles, Achilles hurts like a bitch. Like so See, don't mine the, hurt
1: that bad. I didn't even take the painkillers they gave me. It did oh. I I took what they gave me at the hospital and I didn't take anything after that. Wow. Like, because I but I'm against things. I don't like to take shit. Now it's a struggle for me to take this blood pressure medicine, my blood pressure was up on season one, higher than I'd ever known. Like, I I didn't think it was a problem, but my blood pressure was in the 200s. Oh, wow. And almost didn't make it on the show. And uh, yeah, it was a mess. It was a mess, so. Wow. Things are fine. It's just simple medication that I didn't know I needed to be taking. And uh, I am now, so I'm good.
0: Good. Okay. So we got pretty sidetracked there, but that's okay. We wanted to talk about all that stuff anyway, but I just kind of want to go back to um, this season of all-stars a little bit. Um, first of all, winning that elimination, that first elimination against Tyler, how did it feel winning and what was your first thought when TJ was talked, talked about Ernie that you had earned the extra stars?
1: We're going into that challenge. Um, or elimination i knew there was no way i was going to lose i trained way too hard for that type of thing i'm very familiar with the sand you know been playing with it forever love the beach that was cool for me i was like okay cool get a little exfoliation out of this challenge as well <laughs> but i was a little worried about us coming face to face and having to deal with that in the centerpiece and that happened and um yes we both probably took blows from each other but we're both being respectful as you possibly can be in that situation. Uh Um, My theory was if I could put the bag in front of me, I think I can win it no matter what. Um, Because once the bag's in front of you, you don't have anything to pull. It's just your own weight. And So that was my strategy. If you look, he left the bag behind him and tried to drag it through. I threw it in front of me, went through first and then did whatever I had to do after that. But I knew it wouldn't impede with the other person and or the turns. So there was no way I was gonna lose that event. I was so focused um and when he told us about the stars i mean come on i was like okay cool i got some stars but i thought in the back of my head damn i gonna be a target just because of those stars you yeah. <laughs> are like yep you're gonna be a star all right now everyone's coming for you for sure yeah. And uh, yeah end up happening
3: i love seeing how everyone reacted to you winning and like Derek was super excited. Darrell gave you a ton of props. You talked about how you played basketball in college and how people should not underestimate you. I just loved it. I feel like you really, finally, there was a really, really great moment where you got all the props that you deserved. So I thought that was great.
1: Yeah, it was that was cool. Like, it's always good to have, you know, especially a champ like those champs you're talking about, Derek and Darrell, like to have positive things to say about you is always a beautiful thing. And it, it feels good. I mean, sometimes on these shows, you just need to feel good there's so much bad that could happen you just want to feel good and you know going through my training for it you know I was speaking back and forth to both of those guys and uh, they were all for me doing what I was doing had advice for me and just trying to guide me down down the lane the right way
0: that's awesome so moving on to episode two you weren't a huge that wasn't a huge episode for you but LT obviously lost the daily um, challenge that day, and he had requested not to go against you, Nehemiah, or Darrell, because you were all friends, or his friends anyway. And um, did you think that you were going to go against LT at all once you figured out, you know, that it was Kendall? Yes, John A., Kayla, Jordan, and Brad who were um, – in the authority that episode
1: i think there could have been a chance um that they would throw me in there but i think also i think i, I earned a little bit of respect you know from some of the guys and, and they wouldn't want that and i don't think kendall would want me to go against letarian too because she and Latarian are really close and uh you know me and her have a relationship as well mm-hmm. so i wasn't as worried about this one um
0: you know i was worried about not- my boyfriend because that was the episode where each each person in the authority, they saved one person, and so uh-huh. there were only, like, a, a few names for them to um, pick from. Obviously, that's why, you know, Mark ended up being the one that was sent into the elimination instead of you. Um, but it it's, you were one of the ones that were left, so obviously they honored his wishes, which is awesome, but you weren't worried about going in at all?
1: I really wasn't. That's odd. but um, I mean, I performed decently in that challenge. Um, the 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 beforehand warming up part of that was really funny, seeing grown people trying to work the swings,
0: <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: And I, L, knew he wasn't going to be good at the swing thing. And I, I remember, you know, seeing his face and just giving him a couple of tips, but. These shows are weird because, like, if I'm going to give you tips, you might end up beating me, you know? But that's my boy. And if he does have to beat me, then so be it. But it's one of those weird things, you know? Um But when you have grown people trying to swing, you're going to laugh because there's going to be some <laughs> funny stuff happening because <laughs> it's not, yeah,
0: that was it's not that as a easy as you would think funny ep- That was a funny episode. I think we all laughed a lot during that one. That was a good one for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know?
0: So during the next episode, the daily challenge was the mud pit. You seem to be um, doing pretty well in that one. Um, You know, you made it into the top five of the men. Um, This seems to be one of the more physical things that we've seen on All Stars. Did you enjoy that daily challenge? Did you think you would do better than you did? Um, how did that kind of play out for you?
1: First off, I definitely got lucky. Um, some things went in my favor. Second off, the thing was hard as hell. I didn't have the nimbleness to not sink. Like watching Brad and Derek and Jordan do this was crazy. Those dudes were just moving. And every time I got stuck and got through there. But, you know, I grabbed the ball the first time. I was one of the last ones to grab it, but I grabbed one. And I think the second round. I stole someone's ball. I think it was Darrell doing his thing, made a move and had to throw the ball forward because, like, two guys were going to get him. And I happened to be right there, like, on the finish line. So I was able to grab it and tap it out. And I was like, whoa, like, I really just did that that quick? I guess that's the game, whatever. And, um, you know, I I got lucky. You know, as much as everything else, I, I had myself in a great position to do that. But when it came down to the last round, I knew I wasn't going to get to a ball before those guys. Like there was no chance watching them move like that. There was just no chance. And when it came down to me having had that one ball and get past MJ initially, you know, he's by the way, he played at a big time university, big time football program. Like that's, Mm -hmm. I don't know if he gets enough respect for what he's done. The conference that they're in and just him being on the team like that is a really big deal. And all I could think of was, this is just like football. I got to get across. I got to make a touchdown. And it didn't dawn on me that he was going to be sinking even deeper because he had the vest on. And it took me a second to kind of gather my breath and look. I was like, Phew. and then I remember, dude, he's got a bum knee and he's sinking. Like <laughs> I should be able to get to that side of this mud before he does anything. And once I actually went, I, I realized he couldn't go, and I made it which was cool. Um, do I think coming in fifth, meant I needed to be the one he needed to go after? No. Mm-hmm. Did, was it a thought in my mind? Not until I got all the way back to the house. I didn't think that he would be choosing me or that would have been a thing. And when he did choose me, I still thought I was gonna crush him.
0: Why do you think that MJ wanted to go up against you?
1: Because of exactly what happened. He thought, you know, the older guy, I think I can take him. My my thing is this. I'm going to see him again on the playing field. These type of things, when they happen, it's not like I could just let it go. He called me out. I'm going to have a chance to call him out. Just like Alton, I'm going to have a chance to call him out. Hopefully one day. It is what it is. No, No hard feelings. I don't hate anyone. Nothing bad to say. It's not about that. From man to man, you come for me, I'm coming for you, done.
3: How did you feel when you saw um, in the authority that Jordan and Brad did not want to vote for you and they didn't say your name, even though the rest of the group did?
1: I felt like it was the right thing to do, but Jaune had her plan and she wanted her girls to do something different. You know, can't beat that, it is what it is, you know? Like I said, for me, there's no hard feelings, it's just a game, you guys. It's like fucking monopoly. Am I gonna get mad because you put me in jail?
0: No.
1: I'm gonna get out of jail and keep fucking playing. <laughs> so that's the way I look at it. As long as it's not basketball, I can think rationally. When comes to basketball, ah, oh, a whole other level of shit. We got some problems because I talk a lot of shit and <laughs> I go that route. Not like on the challenges when you see me. Yeah.
0: So um, in the, in the elimination, uh, it was called weight up and you were to throw these bags, these weighted bags into a crate and they revealed like a wall to you where you, you had to hammer through that wall and get through to a window. Is that, is that correct? Is that kind of, that's what,
1: yeah, that was the game. That was the game. Exactly. And, um, I should have done a little better than I did. I probably missed six to eight bags. Um, mine rocked a little bit. I don't know what his did, but mine was rocking and I wasn't able to get the correct timing. Um, but I do real you're a basketball player. You should be able to make that. Yeah. A little different. Um, but I did have a stage of major comeback as you saw. Yeah. Um, and he, he beat me. I'll, I'll leave it at that. There's not a lot to say about it. He beat me. Uh, he was faster and, um, You know, no matter what I think happened or didn't happen, the one thing that did happen is that I lost. So just waiting for the next time.
0: What was your strategy? And you did it with grace. Yeah, you really did. Uh,
1: What you guys saw I did. I'll leave it at that.
0: (laughs) What was your strategy going into the elimination? And if you were to do an elimination like that again, what would you do differently?
1: Um I would just move everything forward and 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 be a little quicker with everything that I do. I think that's the best way to say it. And uh the reactionary time sometimes when you're thinking through the game um will be your biggest hindrance. So just go. Don't look back, just go. Whatever happens happens at that point
3: that's kind of good advice for any of them that's that's very mm-hmm.
1: a lot of them know that though you know I think it's different like the way you play the game is one way the way you deal with eliminations is a different way so, yeah you know?
3: so I think we know the answer to this based on what we've already talked about but yeah, in the interview on this episode, you said this might be your last one. Is that really true?
1: No, it's just a or- mentality. If you play the game like it's your last game, then you'll give it your all. Yeah. I, I'm 50. If if a little Cyrus is coming, or if it's a girl, Cyrita, or it could be Sayonara. <laughs> if Sayonara comes.
3: Oh, I love that one.
1: <laughs> I could be done. It'd be up to her. So it's out of my hands at that point. So She could be like, "Sai, go get us the bag." I'm like, "Okay." She could be like, "Sai, change that diaper." I'm not changing number two diapers. We already talked about that. That's all her job. (laughs)
0: How do you feel about you just had a baby?
1: They concur. My husband's been changing a lot of diapers.
0: Okay. So now we've talked quite a bit about the challenge and we have talked quite a bit about, um, real life stuff too, that we just kind of just has naturally come up in the conversation, which I think is, you know, super awesome. But, um, now I want to get into a little bit more of the real side of it and some of the things that we, um, haven't talked about yet. Abby, do you want to kick us off here?
2: Yes, and hopefully I won't freeze. My phone keeps, like, kicking me off. So if y'all noticed that I've been leaving, I'm sorry, but I keep well, on getting booted. Um
0: Too often, we'll just take over.
2: Yeah, okay. Thank y'all. Um, so we, we kind of talked about this a bit before we started recording, but I wanted to talk to you about your sobriety and kind of what led to that decision, how long you've been sober. And just kind of kind of your journey.
1: So um, what led to it, uh, I traditionally would take a month off uh, every year, just not drinking whatnot. And New Year's three and a half years ago, we were in Vegas and we decided that the month was gonna start the day after New Year's. And then it turned into two months and three months and four months and five months. I was bartending at my mentor's restaurant and I was looking at buying a restaurant with him and first time bartending and I'm not drinking, it's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And I've been known for, for my drinking antics and won quite a bit of money drinking in all the different tournaments throughout the US and Mexico. And it was a large way of me making my income. I would do my six figures every year based off drinking. And so it was a real shift of, of mentally thinking. And I think in the end, um, I was the guy that would go in the night, we do two, three bottles, but I'd show up at the beach basketball courts at 9 a.m. sharp, ready to play. So it wasn't affecting me like that. And I didn't get hung over anything like that, which was really weird. And at some point I thought to myself, if it ain't broke, I don't wanna have to fix it. And if I'm going so hard to where I'm not seeing things at some point, it's gonna have to give. And I didn't want issues. And when you do what I do for a living, which is drink for a living, you're not in the right mind if you're not questioning if you need the alcohol. Not that you're an alcoholic, but do I need this alcohol to be me? And what's interesting about COVID is I had my first job working with a reggae band, Arise Roots. They were doing a virtual album release party. It's online. It was amazing. But it was going to be the first time I'm working sober. Like, you mean... I have to entertain sober and there's going to be a very small social distance lounge is what they called it. There was like 10 people in these cubicles, plastic cubicles looking at me and the band's playing and I have to get my lines and and points right. It was extremely frustrating because you normally feed off the crowd. There's no real crowd there. And so that was my first gig and it it went pretty good. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, yes, it was choppy at times, but it was live. And when you're doing something live, it's a little different than take a break the teleprompter uh, no, this was like, yes, but once we start, there's no rechanging nothing like that's it. And so it was a really difficult thing. And I got through it and I think it was a pretty decent success, which helped solidify the fact that I didn't need alcohol to do that. But like I said, I think it's important to understand that when you're paid to drink, and you're drinking five to seven nights a week. You're probably not right unless you're asking the question of am I an alcoholic, which I asked myself a million times on the other end. Is this just social work? So you're dealing with these two things and I, I wanted to know what it was. So I took it a step further. A lot of people say, oh, I'm done drinking. I stopped drinking. I've been you know, sober from drinking. I'll just smoke a little bit of weed and they smoke weed. So I said, nah, I'm cutting all that shit out. Cut out the weed, cut out the alcohol, and then cut out the sugar. I mean, mm-hmm. that was huge. And so I did that. And it's been over three and a half years now that I've been sober. And um, I don't put it out there a whole lot So because if I get a call from Southern Comfort tomorrow and they're offering me some kind of contract, I can't say I'm not going to take it. <laughs> at this point, I'm not sure what that would mean, not drinking and not being partaking like that, but at the same point in time, you never want to pithole yourself business wise if you don't have to, if it fits the new Cyrus 5.0, or 50 year old Cyrus, then maybe I'll take it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Or it's just flattering to have them offer things like that. And so, you know, it's there, but uh, every chance I get to speak on sobriety, I will.
2: So that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, And if you don't want to, if you don't want to answer this, just, you know, tell me, to shut up. <laughs> Did you, are you involved in any program or was this just your, yeah. your conscious decision and like, this conscious is what decision. I'm going to do.
1: Conscious decision. My other okay. half, um, working with the government, uh, she was in the white house for eight years under Obama oh, wow. and she's continuing. Yeah,
2: shout out Obama.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And uh, she continues to work with our borders and the children. Now, um, she can't have weed in her system. And so that was easy, like, no. And like I said, it goes back to integrity. Uh, We decided to do it together. And um, there we have it. So it brings us to now.
2: That's awesome. There was no, like, like one thing
1: that led us to this, to, to, like, stop drinking. There was no one thing that led us to that. It was simply started off for a month and just kept going and it got to the point where it's like wow what what, what do i need that for if i'm going if i'm getting paid for this gig and they want me to go slam you know a couple of bottles then that's kind of what it was if it wasn't a gig calling for that i was like why would i do it so and fortunately awesome. you know, those gigs called during that time
0: so that is kind of honestly the point where i'm at right now so um the man in my life is, um, sober. He will be two years sober this September. And so I started seeing him about five months ago. And since then I haven't really drank really at all. Um, just because he doesn't, and I just like, don't want to be that person who's like drinking while he's not. Plus like, I was never a huge drinker before that um so it wasn't like something that i felt like i was like super missing out on or anything so i just like it's just something that i did but then when i went to challenge mania live in kansas city Mm -hmm. i had a glass of wine and when i had that glass of wine i mean it was fine but i used to watch like the challenge finale or You know, like an episode of The Bachelorette or something like that. And I would have a bottle of wine, not a glass of wine. And so I'm at this challenge mania live, and I'm thinking, like, okay, like, this isn't that satisfying to me right now. And so I had this like, of course, I had the thought process of, do I get a second drink? And when I'm thinking about, do I get a second drink? I'm like, how many more drinks? Am I gonna have to have, in order for me to be enjoying myself more than if I was, if I was sober? Because I know I can have fun when I'm, I'm not sober, or when I am sober. I have been doing it for the last five months, so I made the decision to not get a second drink, and I really, kind of think that you know, I mean, there might be a circumstance where I do, but I really feel like I don't need alcohol in my life anymore. And I pretty much done drinking myself as well.
1: There's so much growth in that statement alone. The fact <laughs> that you say it like that, and that's literally how your mind should work on the next drink. What value does this add to my life?
0: Yeah. And it was really, I can't
1: say I don't miss it. I can't say I don't miss it. Um, Cause it was a large part of my last 25 years, but at the same time, I like what I see when I look in the mirror today.
0: That's awesome. So being Psy the event guy, putting on all these events, still going to all of these reality things, challenge mania lives, and even things that you were putting on yourself. You put on an awesome premiere party that I know all of us were kind of watching from Instagram from afar. And um, you know, you're, you're doing all these really great things. How is that with, with your sobriety? Is it, is it harder to maintain a, your sobriety by doing those things? Or is it just not really something that you think about anymore?
1: I don't think about it like that anymore. But at the same point in time, when I put on an event, I'm hands-on. Like, like it's a little different than Wes's because he has so many people working for him and with him. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If you notice, like, I couldn't have been like he was at Challenge Mania if that was my event.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Especially if I'm at, you know, Michael Jackson's residence. (laughs) or if I'm at the Marilyn Monroe place at the beach, like those things there want to allow me not to be the most responsible person in the building. And um, the last thing I want to happen is someone to get hurt at one of my events or something to go wrong at one of my events. Can't have that happen. Um, Take out a big insurance policy just in case, but it's taking complete responsibility of building a safe cipher for people to come and enjoy themselves in. Um, and do people abuse the alcohol and no drugs and all that stuff? Those things are going to happen, but while they're under me completely, I need to be responsible for that. And, uh, it's a role I've always taken concerning, um, cast members on all levels, whether we're gigging together at someone else's event or my event, it's what I do. So I I just make sure I take care of things. But I have a party coming up on the 24th. I'm doing a reality rooftop pool party in West, Los, West Hollywood at the Andes Hotel. Everyone's invited. Um, it's going to be a it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger.
3: That's awesome. What so are we'll these cars are going to be
1: there? That remains kind of a secret. There's a bunch okay. that are invited. I know I've been talking to Kylan a lot. He'll definitely be in the house. Um,
3: oh,
0: cool.
1: Tech just text me. Uh, offering to DJ. Oh, um,
0: awesome. He did a great job at your birthday party.
1: He's a man. Also, uh, Corey from the other, the Dark Skin Corey, Alternative Lifestyle, I forget his last name, Corey Lay. Corey oh, Lay.
2: Corey
0: Lay, Lay. Lay. yeah. He's yes.
1: come. Um, you know, there'll be a bunch of little bits and pieces, but I'll probably have going on a limb at low end 20 High-end 60 reality heads there. Plus a couple of other stars will probably be showing up because of the location.
0: So that's awesome. You mentioned Kylan coming. He is part of the Challenge USA right now, which is going to be part of the Challenge Global. What do you think about all of these other um, challenges in different countries and everything coming together, people that have never been on before? What do you think about that?
1: It, I think it's cool. I think I'm gonna have to meet them. I think um, I think a bunch of them will be coming out to the event. Um, I think it's a different brand. It, it truly is. And and I wonder how it would do in the house with those type of people, the all new cast mm-hmm. and what type of respect I would get or disrespect I would get from them. Um, Like I said, I'm an old brand. My brand is, is, uh, is different. You know, if, if, if I were a drink, I'd probably be like a fine cognac. You've heard about it. You know about it. You respect it. You know, it's potent, but you don't always drink it. That kind of thing is what I think the other cast would be looking at me as. And so it would make me a target for sure. Um, But we'll see how that will work out.
0: Well, that would be cool if we were able to especially be on a show with them. I know with that global challenge, they supposedly are going to be pulling people from um, the flagship show and also All Stars. So that would be awesome if we were able to see a bit of a more of a mix because of something like that. That would be really cool. And honestly, I think that it would make the global aspect of having those cast members uh, have their own show, per se, really come together as one and make it the challenge again
1: yeah I I don't know I think they have two different brands and I think it's probably gonna gonna stay that way to be honest you know I think I think you just have two different brands and I think it's gonna be more difficult to get the most interesting cast together because people have families at this age Mm mm-hmm So I think that's the one battle and the length of time that it takes to do a challenge compared to an all-star is a big deal too. So.
0: Do you think if they could compress it for like, if the global challenge was compressed into more of an all-stars format, do you think something like that would work?
1: I think that'd be easier, a lot easier. I don't even have any kids, but I think it would still be a lot easier. So.
0: Yeah. I think that they would get a lot more people, um, interested that way and honestly you know the challenge is fun to watch and like i i can't get enough of it i like that we are basically having pretty much year-round challenge now but with all of the different spin-offs and stuff that they're having i don't see why there's a problem with having 10 or 12 episodes opposed to the um 20 plus episodes that we see on the flagship show
1: well, you got to look at it from a business perspective at some point, and they know what they're doing. They know what they want. Yeah. There is a equation that works out for them. And I think that probably has more to do with it than, than just to show itself.
0: Sure. That makes a lot of sense. Actually, I hadn't actually really thought of it like that, which usually I think about behind the, behind the things stuff, but, um, yeah, that's a, that's a really, really good point. Yeah. You know? so Michelle I know that you um, had a couple other questions you were wanting to ask him Um, do you kind of want to take it from here
3: oh yeah so
0: I know um, you and Latarian
3: are super close but it seems like you guys kind of stayed in contact all these years too is that the case or did you reconnect because of all stars
1: oh no no me and Elle been in touch yo so, El, we, I got the call, and he got the call, and he's like, what'd he say? He's like, uh, man, I'm working out, man, because I called him. Man, I'm working out, man. I'll get that call later. I said, "L, shut up. Call him fucking people now. Get your ass on this fucking show. Like, he was, like, putting it aside. I am like, mind blown, because I know he wants to compete. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, and he finally did that call. I'm like, dude, thank you. Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> when they call like you need to respond
3: right yeah that's awesome I, lo- I love seeing him come back and you kind of mentioned this before like I feel like in the past he was super serious about everything and it's good to see the lighter side of him now and to see your guys's friendship it's been really really nice um and I I know you're like uh working on so many things like you just mentioned the reality of rooftop is there anything you want to promote or talk about before we end this?
1: Well, you guys can book me to do your parties or events, whatever it is you want to like. The website is rzaentertainmentllc.com and did a site myself, so it's not great working on it though. Um, And um, you can book my services to do everything from a wedding to a mitzvah to a six-year-old's party to a grown up party to just a night out with the guys um a spring break type trip for adults whatever it is you want to do in the entertainment realm i can provide that for you you want a clown got that want a tap dancer got that whatever you need we got all that so we're one stop shop check out rzaentertainmentllc.com follow me on all my social media cyrus mtv twitter tiktok instagram snapchat i'm on all those and um of course i'm on facebook but i think that's just my name Cyrus Yarbrough, check me out, follow me. We'll have a good time. Um yeah, other than that, rooftop party. Oh, the website for the party right now, if you want to go, it is reality rooftop pool party dot Awesome. It's
0: only like $20 to go to the party too, right? It's really yeah. very affordable, very cheap. You're gonna get to see all these reality stars.
1: So. Or more so, you're going to get to mingle with them and yeah. party with them. Like, it's not yeah. like they're going to be behind a velvet rope. You can come right. and engage. The last event, Michael Blackston showed up. Um, it's it, There's some surprises, like, in store that, uh, that I may reveal right before the actual event. But right now, that's just the way it is. And um, if you haven't been to my parties and seen my parties, it's going down.
0: Yeah, I was at, yeah, I was at your your 50th birthday party and that was the place to be. I am super glad that I was able to go to that.
1: If you come to another, I'll make sure that you come to the VIP part of the event. Like a lot of people don't know, it's not just, there's usually two parts to everything that I do, but I couldn't invite everyone because I had a couple of uh, crazies out there that I couldn't allow the information to get to Uh and have them ruin the entire event. So like the last party I did was two-parted. I had a, a beach mansion where Marilyn Monroe would hook up with the Kennedys. Um, known for that, together by all three of them, by the way. There was that mansion right on the water in Santa Monica. Started at five o'clock. By advertised, the event was starting at nine. <laughs> at another location, so I couldn't do it the other way around, which would have been too crazy. But this time, you'll you'll be invited to the next one like that.
0: The next one, the next time I can get out to LA, will definitely be one to one of your parties. I live in Lincoln, Nebraska, so it's quite the the distance for me.
1: Maybe doing something out there as well.
0: What? Well, that was
2: gonna be. I was gonna say I have one question for you and one comment is: when are when are you hosting a party in San Antonio, Texas?
1: Um, (laughs) could be soon. Uh, One of my. It's a fun city. One of my business partners live there. Another DJ hit me up recently to come do something. Um, we'll see. It just has to, to coincide with everything else taking place. So, well, and of course the price got to be right. I mean, you know, it is of course.
2: Sure. Well, I, I just want to say Cyrus, you have been just so refreshing and so honest. And mm-hmm. at, this sounds cheesy, but so real. Um yes. So thank you so much for just putting yourself out there and, and sharing so much with us and with, with for
1: having me, like all you guys keep me alive. I just want to share and keep the positivity going and keep the positive cypher out there. And we're all in this together. You know, we wouldn't be us without you guys being you right now. So keep up the good work, keep doing it, keep supporting the challenge. Love the challenge shirt, challenge drip. She got on challenge drip. Um, <laughs> yeah as long as you guys are here i'm gonna be here so let's go either way loving it you guys ever need me on again let me know need me to contact any other cast members for you let me know um mm-hmm. i'll vouch for you guys and awesome. Good.
2: That's, that's awesome cute. thank you so much
1: welcome what's up buddy oh trying Can to get you... my food my guy just showed up me there you go <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Aww.
0: Yeah. what a cute dog
2: Oh, Cyrus, mine just showed up too. Oh, my gosh, how funny. the dogs are
0: missing us. Yeah, (laughs) That's so funny. Well, I think that that is all we have for everybody today. Thank you so much, Cyrus, for coming on. We all really, really appreciate that and all the time that you've given us today. Um, Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in today and listening to the Reality Served Real podcast. We will see you soon.